welcome back to the Grower Radio Network. I'm Chris Mosby, the Assistant Editor for Greenhouse Management and Produce Grower Magazines, and I'm joined today by Maxwell Salinger, a horticulturist for Crop King, and we're discussing greenhouse fodder. Maxwell, thank you for being here. Hi, Chris. I'm glad to be here. And uh, Max, can you tell us a little bit more about greenhouse fodder, what it is, and, and how it's grown? Absolutely. So greenhouse fodder is basically an alternative feeding way that a lot of people in homesteads and smaller farms are kind of leaning towards. It's not necessarily a new technology. It's something that people have been doing for years and years, whether that's for human consumption when we look at, say, wheatgrass, or in countries like New Zealand and Australia where they have historically had some bad pasture or more drought-type issues. A lot of people are, are growing this hydroponic fodder. And the basic premise between it, behind this is we're taking a cereal grain, such as wheat, barley, or sunflower seeds, um, something of that nature, and we're sprouting it for seven to eight days to drastically increase the digestibility and the palatability, as well as a lot of the nutrition in that grain. So as opposed to feeding just the straight grain that you might get in a mixed feed ration or um, you know, just some barley that has been harvested, we're able to sprout it and make a, a really palatable, highly nutritious product for our animals in a, in a very short period of time. Interesting. And what type of systems are, are you guys using, and is it fairly easy to implement it into a greenhouse? So in a greenhouse, we're using a system that is very similar to that that we grow our lettuce in. Um, Basically, these are very large NFT systems that uh, basically the NFT stands for nutrient film technique. And we're taking a small amount of uh, nutrient water, and in the case of fodder, often it will be just a straight reverse osmosis water or a clean well source water. And we're flooding it periodically over the bottoms of these seeds to stimulate germination. Now, the big difference between this and, say, a regular NFT system is that we're watering intermittently as opposed to a continuous flow that you might see in a lettuce system. Uh, In a greenhouse, it works really great because we're harvesting all of that free sunlight energy, and we're also able to use the existing greenhouse environmental control to maintain things like humidity and temperature, which become very important in this fodder production. The other big difference that we see in these NFT systems for fodder versus that of, say, the lettuce, is we often stack them six or seven shelves high. Because fodder doesn't need as much light as something like a lettuce or a tomato-type crop, we're able to add more and more layers without too many detrimental effects. Hmm. And and what are some of the challenges that come with these systems, and, and how could growers overcome them? So the biggest problem that we often see with growing this hydroponic fodder is a mold that is uh, occurring during the growth process. Often we find that the mold is actually something that is a surface contaminant um, as opposed to, say, a plant pathogen that we see on a, a lettuce crop or in another greenhouse crop. So through some sanitation, we're able to prevent a lot of those molds from entering the hydroponic system. The other thing is the growing system. So in a lot of the historically, the older sprouting systems, we would use a misting or a high humidity area that you might see in, say, a propagation room. And when we add all this high humidity and these these misting nozzles to these greenhouses, we often are basically stimulating that mold growth, um, which is difficult because a lot of the times what mold likes to grow and a lot of these funguses like are exactly the conditions that we use for germination. So by using the NFT systems, we're able to keep that water kind of right where it needs to go, uh, right at that root zone, and not add a bunch of it to the air. So by preventing a lot of that high humidity and also keeping our temperature ranges, you know, really, really in, in check, we're able to prevent a lot of that mold growth. 
Another one of the really big things that we really encourage our growers to use is a lot of air circulation. So that's another reason that, you know, growing fodder in a greenhouse works really well. Through high amounts of air circulation, we're able to keep those foliage and and the actual green part of that uh, hydroponic fodder nice and dry, again, preventing that high humidity and preventing those mold spores. Interesting. And Maxwell, one last question. How long uh, generally does it take to, to grow this fodder? So that's one of the really coolest things about this hydroponic fodder is that it is a really short-term crop, and we're able to take uh, typically about one pound of dry seed and convert that into about six or seven pounds of this wet hydroponic fodder in as little as seven to eight days. So it's a very quick turnaround. You can make really nice tweaks to your system and make adjustments to your different soaking ratios and things like that in a really short period and get that turnaround very quickly. Well, fantastic, Maxwell. I want to thank you for joining us today, uh, and I think our our listeners will find this very informative. Absolutely. I really appreciate you having me. All right. Thank you. And for more podcasts, stay tuned to the Grower Radio Network.